0: Welcome to another episode of Unwind Your Mind, a podcast made by youth for youth. My name is Sophia Yang, and I'll be co-hosting this podcast. My name is Tiffany Yang, and I will also be a co-host. We would like to thank the Youth Mental Health Association for supporting this podcast and providing us with this platform to talk about mental wellness and health topics. Today our guest is Jennifer Ham, a fourth year UBC medical student who will be talking to us about her experience in medical school during a pandemic and what it's like working in hospitals right now. So, hi Jennifer.
1: Hi there, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to answer all your questions and be able to share my experiences with you all.
0: Great. So to start off, uh, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Sure. So um, my name is Jennifer. I'm a fourth year UBC medical student. Um, I originally grew up in Ottawa, um, and so I moved to Vancouver for school. Um, And yeah, living in Vancouver has been pretty great. Um, Obviously, the pandemic has affected our schooling a little bit, so um, hopefully we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. But um, yeah.
0: Great. So speaking of the pandemic, um, how has this pandemic affected you?
1: So the pandemic um, has definitely affected, um, disrupted my life for sure. One of my um, biggest stress relievers is volleyball. And um, obviously, we're not able to play that anymore, just given the whole situation. Um, So that's been one of the biggest impactors. um, But also, it's also impacted my ability to go home and visit my my parents, um, even though it's not A hard restriction I think just keeping my parents safe and keeping the people around me safe um, I just decided not to go home and especially Ontario is in a lockdown right now Um, so it's definitely impacted me that way Um, and it's also impacted you know the people around me Um, like I said the volleyball community is very social and um, it's definitely taken an impact on my peers um, my colleagues and yeah
0: yeah, for sure. Um, um, What's medical school like during the pandemic?
1: So I think it's a very different experience for all the different years. So um, the pandemic hit in, in kind of near the end of my third year. So third year of medical school is when you're kind of rotating around the hospitals and that's when you're doing your core rotations. Um, And so I was at the end of my last block when the pandemic hit and it was kind of a funny um, situation because no one really knew what was going on at the time um, you know there were questions about COVID and they were curious they said oh maybe um, medical students shouldn't be as involved if someone has gotten back from travel and, it, and then the following day I remember that's when they um, kind of pulled everybody out and said no like if you're at the hospital right now you have to leave and then we were pulled out of clinical rotations um, from March until about July and then that's when we started to come back um, So for us, it hasn't for the third years, at least, um, we were kind of able to get back to our regular schooling just with an adjusted curriculum. But I know for the first and second years, when it's mostly in class lectures um, and that's when you're learning your basic clinical skills, that's when you're starting to get some patient interaction. I know that has um drastically slowed down I think. I think at the beginning they weren't having any standardized patients or kind of clinical in-person clinical skills teachings for a little while. I think they started to introduce it back slowly again. Um, But uh, I know for me the first two years are really when you're you know getting close with your colleagues, Um, you're going to lectures every day and then you kind of travel around together. Um, But for for the first and second years now I think it's a lot more separated. Um, oh, I see.
0: Yeah. Nice. So are you working in the hospital right now?
1: Um, so I was up until a couple of weeks ago um, because now we're off to work on our transition into residency. So residency is after medical school. Um, and so we just submitted all our applications and we're doing online classes and we have some exams. Um, but then in April, we're going back to the hospitals to finish up our fourth year.
0: Nice. Um, So how has this pandemic affected the hospitals you work in?
1: So I think every hospital had a different experience. Um, I know St. Paul, which was kind of the COVID hot spot for a while, um, St. Paul's Hospital in downtown Vancouver, um, there the restrictions were much more strict, I believe, um, because they had a lot more cases, they had a lot more outbreaks, that's kind of where they sent the people who got COVID initially. Um, but I was out in Surrey kind of when they reintroduced medical students back into the clinical rotations. Um, and so it hadn't changed too much for me at that time. Um, the only rules that we had was um, we're not allowed to be in the room if there's any aerosol generating procedure going on. Um, so like if someone's getting a nebulizer, so a mask to that like feeds medicine in through the air, um, or if they're getting intubated, like an in anesthesia. Um, those procedures were not allowed to be in the room, but everything else was pretty fair game for, for, for us. Um, but it's definitely evolved over the pandemic.
0: Oh, I see. Um, how has this pandemic affected you and your work and how did you get through it?
1: Yeah, so it's definitely adjustment, um, cause a lot of meetings and A lot of our teaching usually happens in person, but because of the pandemic, it's moved more towards um, like Zoom meetings and Zoom uh, presentations. Um, So you get less of that in-person interaction. Um, There's definitely been cases where I wasn't allowed to be in the operating room or in the clinic just because there were too many people um, and they didn't want to have extra bodies that didn't need to be there. Um, so it's and we were prepared for that. They like we were primed by the faculty that you know we won't get as much hands on maybe and it won't be as interactive and immersive. Um, so, but I don't think my learning has really been too affected. There are still lots of opportunities for medical students to be involved.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Um.
0: So, how has this pandemic changed the way you looked at healthcare or being a healthcare worker?
1: It's it's definitely changed um, for sure, you know, like there was this expectation, I think, for healthcare workers to, you know, dive right in and kind of risk their lives to help people with COVID um, and putting themselves at risk. You hear stories, you know, of doctors in Italy that came out of retirement to help the hospitals that were just overrun and then they ended up getting COVID and getting very sick. Um, but it's also very much a privilege to be able to work, um, and to be able to help people. Um, and so it's, it's kind of made me more appreciative that, you know, there's people during the pandemic, they're not able to work, they lost their jobs, but I'm still able to study. I'm still able to, um, kind of pursue my careers, which has, uh, made me much more grateful.
0: Yeah. Thanks for your work. Um, What is a typical day like in the hospital?
1: So it's very dependent on the rotation that you're on. And so um, as medical students, we have a variety of experiences. And so we could either be in a high acuity care setting like the ICU or on a surgery service. um, Or we could be on a more relaxed rotation like in the clinic. Um, And so a typical day on let's say a very busy high acuity service like a general surgery or obstetrics. You would show up at the hospital at 6 or 7 a.m. for rounds. You round on all the inpatients. So rounding basically means you go and check on them in the morning, um, check their vitals, see what happened overnight, and then get a little bit of an update on how they're feeling. Um, And then you would go where you're assigned. So either that's the operating room um, or the clinic, Um, you go about your day, do you see the patients, maybe you might get um, uh, some extra patients in the emergency department to go see, Um, and then you usually end the day off with going to see those patients that are admitted in the hospital once again and see if there's anything that they needed throughout the day. Um, And then in the clinic is, you you know, you show up whenever the clinic starts, um, you see your patients throughout the day, you take notes, um, you might, I guess, some teaching throughout the day by your preceptor um, and then not as much, I guess, responsibilities afterwards for the clinic and outpatient rotations.
0: Um, While working in the hospital, have you ever met a COVID patient?
1: So I personally haven't because the faculty of medicine at UBC really tries hard to protect the students because we're there to learn um, because we're still very new to working in the hospital environment. So they really make sure that we are not like we're not permitted to see those patients. Um, But I have had classmates that have interacted with a COVID patient um usually it's it's those scenarios where they're not sure um if they are COVID positive, you know their symptoms may be um not as obvious um or they're just they just walked into the hospital and then you were asked to see them um so it's usually after the fact people find out that they have a co- uh, that that they tested positive um but I personally haven't um, met anybody that was sick in in the hospital with COVID because usually they're very blocked off and it's only the staff or the residents that are supposed to interact with them.
0: Um, How do you think that we as high school students can help with what's going on right now?
1: So I think you guys are already doing such a wonderful job, you know, with with putting this whole thing together with your initiatives and reaching out to help healthcare workers. I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, I think, you know, on top of what you're already doing. You know, just, I guess, spreading, you know, sharing the the public health guidelines and trying to be advocates for the public health officers. You know, they've been working tirelessly um, in this pandemic and there's absolutely no right answer to please everybody. But, you know, doing your part and washing your hands, making sure that, you know, maybe if you notice something around your school that it could be um, improved on in terms of infection control. Um, that could be something, you know, I think working locally is just as effective as these initiatives like this podcast and reaching out for sponsors, because it's really the community outbreaks and the, the things that are happening in the households and things like that, that are, I guess, the main cause or not main cause. It's a bit, definitely a big factor in the spread of the virus. Well, thank
0: you so much for sharing your experiences with us. Um, We're now going to open it up to any questions that club members in the meeting might have. Um, Again, you guys can submit through the anonymous form or just type in the chat, which Tiffany will be monitoring. Um, So just checking the form right now, looks like we have a few questions. So the first question we have for Jennifer is um, what keeps you motivated through your lengthy study?
1: That's a great question. And, you know, I'd be lying if I said that the entire time throughout medical school, I was constantly motivated. There's definitely hard times. Um, But I think what keeps me motivated, definitely having um, a social support, like uh, making sure that you're connected with people in your class and fellow medical students really helps because we're all really in this together. Everybody has Like As as much as everyone seems to be successful and has all these things going on, everybody is struggling one way or another. And so we know when times are hard, just reaching out and just chatting with them really helps in kind of seeing the big picture of things. Um, Because I think we're all kind of type A detail-oriented people. And it's really easy to go down a rabbit hole of, you know, not like just being really hard on yourself and thinking oh there's so much to study there's so much we don't know but then if you look at the big picture and and take a step back that really helps with uh, kind of getting your perspective back
0: right yeah um what do you think is harder medical school or the hospital
1: oh as in like working in the hospital versus medical school like in the classroom
0: yeah
1: um yeah i think that's what they meant oh i see um honestly i think medical school like the didactic sitting in lecture was a lot harder because as much as the lecturers try they're very engaging lecturers and all the lecturers at ubc are fantastic um, but it's not the same as seeing a patient in in person and being able to interact with them get to see their care evolve and i think that's where the learning is really um good however Um, physically I think um, working in the hospital is a lot more tiring because the hours are much longer sometimes you're on call overnight and um, you don't get much sleep and you're kind of constantly having to think (laughs) at 3am in the morning Um, but I think there's definitely pros and cons to both and I would I still prefer working in the hospital for sure
0: Yeah. yeah um why did you choose this field to study
1: That's a great question. Um, You know, I was definitely one of those people that wanted to get into medical school since high school. Um, It was something that, you know, I I really liked sciences and I was good at the sciences. I really liked talking to people and helping people. And of course, there are tons of other specialties or there's tons of other careers that um, you can get the same things out of. Um, But there was just something about medicine that I liked. I think I liked, you know, Being a part of someone's life in times where they really need somebody, or being that confidant when people have nobody else to turn to and they just need someone to talk to about their health or their struggles or something. Um, And then having the tools and the skill set to help them medically. Um, But I think, you know, there's, I think if I didn't go into medicine, I would definitely, you know, I would either be a teacher or an engineer or, um, like a counselor or something because it's you get that same connection with people that I like in medicine.
0: Yeah um, I know a lot of people in um, this health club that uh, are looking into medicine too so it's interesting that you started in high school and you're now in medical school so that's cool. Um, So we have a question from Mr. Haji. So many people have dreams of medicine, as do their parents. Who is medical school not well suited for? And also, do non-medical masks make a difference and the FOSI double masking recommendation?
1: So the first question, could you repeat the first question again?
0: Yeah, sure. So who is medical school not well suited for?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I think... Medicine is is very demanding, um, just like emotionally, physically, and mentally. Um, and if you're not in it for wanting to help people, if you're just in it for the money or the job security, it can be very challenging to find the motivation to keep going. Um, so if it's you know just to make a lot of money, I would not go into medicine. There's tons of other better lifestyle careers out there. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I think... You know, I wouldn't let you're know, not doing well in school right now or maybe you're not one hundred percent sure you want to do medicine right now. Those are not reasons not to go into medicine if you really want it, um, you know although it might be challenging to keep applying, um, usually many people apply several times. and they and some people come from you know backgrounds where they didn't have the best grades, but then they worked really hard afterwards and found other ways to to stand out. Um, but I, I think I think your intrinsic motivation is probably the biggest factor in whether or not you should go into medicine. Oh, yeah. And um, then yeah, the second- So for the masks, I'm not 100 percent. Um, up to date on all of the evidence and the guidelines and things like that I think having some facial covering is better than nothing at all for sure Um, but whether or not it's a medical I think I think the recommendations now for indoor spaces um, in the hospitals at least are to wear medical masks Um, but I think more than the masks distancing from other people would do more because even if you're you know wearing double layer mask um, and you've got or even an N95 or something, if you're right next to someone and they happen to sneeze on your face or like on your, your, you touch something that they touched or something like that, and then you rub your face afterwards, you know, the masks won't really protect from that. Um, but I can't really give a solid recommendation on what type of masks to use.
0: All right. Um, so going back to that last question, um, so were you, a uh, did you uh, apply multiple times to UVC Med?
1: Um, So I applied in my third. So some schools in Canada, you can apply in your third year of undergrad. So um, I applied to Ottawa and UBC and I think Toronto or something in my third year. Um, I got an interview to Ottawa. Um, and then I didn't get in that year and then my fourth year so after finishing my undergraduate degree um, I got interviews to Ottawa, UBC, Queen's and Toronto Um, and so I was one of the lucky ones that got to go to that that got into medical school right after the four years Um, but I would say I'm not the majority Um, there are some some people that applied you know, three, four times. I think the average age of my class entering medical school was around 24, 25, which means that most people um, had to try several times or they just decided to apply later That's on.
0: That's great. Um, does any particular medicine specialty interest you and why?
1: Yeah, so um, we just submitted all of our applications for specialization and I'm applying to um, ear, nose and throat surgery so or head and neck surgery um, and I'm also applying to family medicine. Um, I really like the hands-on medicine. I liked I loved surgery. i um, getting to um, you know see direct results with what I'm doing. Um, of course that's not all the case in every single surgical specialty. Um, some some, you know patients will come in and they're, you can't operate on them um, but it's, it's still that patient interaction that I really liked. Um, yeah
0: um nice so it looks like we have one more question um how often do doctors in the hospital get COVID 19.
1: how often um that's a tough question to answer because it's very dependent on where the doctors are working um, so for example, people and doctors, residents that are working in the ICU or in in long-term care facilities are definitely a higher risk as opposed to um, doctors that are working in outpatient clinics who might have the option to do telehealth medicine um, or only see healthy patients who, and they do a COVID screening at the very beginning before they even see the patient. Um, so I would say it it's definitely mixed. Um, there's a lot of precautions um, that go into it. I think at in the ICU, they get swabbed every day or something like that. Um, but I would say from what I've experienced and from what I've heard, it's not super common to have out, like massive outbreaks. um, but it definitely does happen. like i I've had classmates that had to isolate because they were exposed to somebody. i've had um I've heard of, you know,, uh, anesthesiologists getting COVID and I mean it makes sense because they're very in a very high-risk situation
0: Mm -hmm. all right well that looks like all the questions we have so thank you so much Jennifer for speaking to our club today Um, we'll keep this conversation in mind for any of our future events